So as we celebrated Thanksgiving this week, I'm sure a lot of you were occupied with preparing a meal or visiting family and getting ready and all that stuff. And I think sometimes that's what happens we get so busy, we forget about the whole meaning of Thanksgiving. And I had written a title called Thanksgiving with two words. But, bless you, God bless you. I, but I just felt led to, I just think that sometimes we take for granted so many times when we are so blessed. And it shouldn't be a day that we set aside. It should be a daily set aside. For every day is a true blessing from the Lord. So I was thinking about that, and we're going right into the Christmas season, and it goes hand in hand. Thanksgiving is a time of thankfulness and gratefulness, an attitude of gratitude for all that we have. And then we have the Christmas season coming, which is the whole reason that we have what we have. It's coming to give us salvation. So, my first scripture was from Psalms 100, verse uh, 4. And it reads, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the love is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. There's so many psalms that are all starting with praise his name, shout for joy, sing for joy, you know. All of those are great because it's setting us up for the whole attitude to receive from him all that he has and also to give back from what he's given us to others. Um, I know I found myself, I don't know about you, but especially us women, <laughs> we get stressed out over these things, and it shouldn't be that way. And I know I say every year, I am not going to stress over these holidays because they're special. But don't we... How many of you have found yourself still struggling with that? I know I do because I say I'm going to enjoy the meaning of this whole day and the whole every day, but that in Christmas, and I still end up getting sidetracked and distracted from stuff. And it's just stuff. It's a distraction. So I will admit that I did get caught up with being stressed out a little bit, and it was okay. I think I'm forgiven for that. The turkey turned out okay anyways, right? <laughs> but anyways, it's just one of those things I feel God showed me that, you know what, take time, be aware. And then and the, the word aware kept copying, like be aware of my presence, be aware of what I'm doing. Even though we don't see it, be aware, take notice. Every single day, there's something that happens that God... Well, everything is God-involved, but there's certain things that we have to take notice that that was a God thing. That was God's hand, or God showed me something. Whether it be good or bad, God's involved in our life. And I'll have to admit, this is just a sharing of my own, but there's been a couple weeks there, there's just been times I felt like, what is going on with me? Sometimes God will show you things about yourself that you're not real happy about. Or he may be showing you an area that you need to get straightened out or repent of or whatever. 
And that's okay because it's all for our growth. But what happened is I allowed, and I, I know better, but I allowed that correction to become a condemnation for a while. And it just kept eating away at me. Whatever's done is done. It's in the past. It's over. But sometimes we just want to drag it along with us every day. Wake up with it on our mind. Go to bed with it on our mind. And it's just a constant. It started like eating away at my stomach. It's like, that's enough. I've dealt with it with the Lord. It's done. So while I was having this, I can't really go into it. It's just something that God was showing me. I was driving to work one day, and it was really a dreary, dark day in the morning going to work. And as I was driving along, I was just like beating myself up, thinking how horrible I am. Why did I do that? Why did I say that? It's like it's stupid. And all of a sudden, I'm going down the highway, and there's this giant rainbow coming across the road. And it was just like, thank you, Lord. That was a reminder of how good he is. It's a sign of his promise. He loves us no matter what we do. There's nothing that can take us away from his love. So, um, I kept thinking about, okay, I'm going to let that go and enjoy just spending time seeing what God does. It may be a simple thing as a sun ray coming through the clouds and coming down and hitting the, the, the grass or the dew or the leaves just right. It may be uh, I just the feeling of like, I just feel like God's with me right now, or a comfort, or a hug. Um, it's just those little things that we need to be aware of. Those are things that I'm thankful for. It's not just, okay, we're thankful for the food, we're thankful for a house, we're thankful for a car, we're thankful for a job, which we are. I am very thankful for those things. Don't get me wrong. Those are all thankful I'm blessed with those things. But how about the spiritual things that God gives us every day? He gives us peace. He gives us his love. He gives us wisdom. He gives us correction. Either whether it's good or we don't like it, but it's a blessing because he's helping us to grow. Um, whether it's protection. I have a... Like the other week, we had been building a fire because it was chilly. And, you know, one morning I woke up, actually it was Sunday morning. And it was like, what, 3, 3, 4 in the morning? And I heard this boom, 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 going up and down the steps. Like, what's that? Here was, my husband was going up and down the steps, and I got up, and I, what's going on? Well, here we had a fire on the flue. And the fire was shooting out from the chimney, and he didn't tell me right away. He was trying to take care of it, and I was like, oh, my goodness. So, but he got it out. We shut everything down, and luckily there was the, not luckily, thankfully, there's a fire extinguisher there. It shooted up the chimney, and it went out. But see, there's something that that could have been a, a, a terrible thing that had happened. God protected us and took care of us, and I'm so thankful for that. There was a time when Larry, my husband, was driving down with the kids when they were little on the highway, and he was going to pass this vehicle, and there was a big truck ahead of him hauling one of those sheds. And he said, something just told me to just quit, don't worry about passing, just get back in that night. And wouldn't you know, the wind picked this whole building up off the back, flipped on the highway, flew to pieces, 
And if he would have been behind him like he was going to pass this other vehicle, they would have been really hurt bad. So, I mean, if we would think about how many times God has put his protection on us that we aren't even aware of, and there's times that I know that God, he was there. He was there to protect us. And so those are things I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for being saved. There was a time in my life I didn't even know that there was a God when I was growing up. I didn't know. Well, I don't know about that stuff. How do you know? But you know what? God got a hold of my heart. The Holy Spirit was drawing me, and I accepted the Lord as a teenager. And the thing is, now I'm so thankful that I have the, the Lord in my life. Because without him, there's no hope. So we should be thankful for that. And to bringing in the season of Christmas, that's the whole reason of Christmas. I have that hope and salvation now. Um, the times that he has given his peace when there's no way to have peace. There's turmoil or things going on in your life. Things that are out of our control that we cannot handle on our own. But there's somehow there's this overriding peace that comes over us. And those are the times that you know it's got to be God. It can't be me. Because I know that what's going on isn't going to go away. It's just something I need to go through with. And there's times when God is there and so real that you can't deny that it was God that did that and gave you that peace. I'm just sharing from my life, but I know each one of us here has experienced God in different ways. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, let's go to Philippians 4, 4 through 8, and that's my other scripture. I know everyone, we read this a lot of times, and we think, oh, I know that scripture, but when you really read it over and over, God just reveals more and more to you. Verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, brothers, Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Now, there's that aware again, where I have to be aware of what God is doing that is good. All good things come from the Lord. If we get caught up in focusing on what's not going right in our life, that's where we're going to stay. And it's easy to really stay focused on the things that are hardships in our life because it just sucks us in. It's like a, a deep hole. You can get one thing started, and if you dwell on it long enough that it's something that's a trial in your life or a, a, something you're dealing with, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and the hole gets deeper and deeper and deeper, and then you all of a sudden you're wondering why I'm in this mess. Why am I feeling this way? Because I've allowed all the uh, circumstances to control my thinking more than allowing the praise of God and what God has done and God's promises to me to take me through it. And so each one of us has different events in our life that we've experienced, will experience, or have, or are going through now that we just need to focus on what is true, 
what is lovely, what is noble, is it trustworthy, or is it a lie? Is it, is it an attempt to take you away from trusting God? And the footnote on my, in my Bible, I like this. It says, our inner attitude does not have to reflect our outward circumstances. And I thought that was such a good remark. I'll read it again. Our inner attitude does not have to reflect our outward circumstances. So whatever's going on around us, we don't need to allow that to affect what's inside. We have the peace of God. We have the promises of God. We have his provisions. And as long as you can believe that, you can deal with Paul was writing from jail. I know, you know, we think of jail. What big deal? It's a cell. Well, no, jail wasn't like that back then. It had rats and sewer water and you were in a dark dungeon. It was a lot different than what we think of as jail now. So you have to think, he was still able, he says, to rejoice always. But he also says, when you, not to be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. And I thought, well, how, okay, we have to give a request, but to thank him. And I think sometimes we keep asking for answers to prayer, but we forget to say, I'm thanking you for the answer now. I'm thanking you now for what you're doing, because you are in it. You are involved in this situation. That's where our trust lies. That's where our confidence lies. So when you have that, we can openly give that praise and rejoice while we're requesting the answer to the prayer. And the answers are not always what we think that we should get, Sometimes, God showed me one time, the things that I want and are asking for, maybe I'm not ready for. So, I thought, okay. And now when I look back at the things that I used to really, really seek God for and ask and want, and I wasn't ready for those things yet. My character was not able to sustain those things at that time in my life. I wasn't mature enough. I thought I could handle this and that, and I wanted this and that. No, I was not ready for that yet. So, um, okay. So we have to have a purposeful mindset to think on those things that are pure and lovely and true and praiseworthy. And that's something that we have to choose to do on purpose. We have to do it because if we don't, our mind has... What is that? A fickle mind. It just does whatever. And it, take, it can take you on rabbit trails of thought all over the place where you don't want to go at times. So, okay. So I, I thought, too, about examples. I gave you those examples that, that I had in my life. But giving God praise and thanks to him, I think that goes hand in hand. When we give thanks to the Lord and we praise him, we are opening that avenue of empowerment in our lives because we can be empowered to do whatever we can't do in the natural. Because Jesus says, without me you can do nothing. So when I'm praising God and thanking him in the midst of anything, I am taking that gift of encouragement. And did you ever notice like when you could have the lousiest day and you come in here and we start singing the songs of praise to God, it just changes something inside. 
all of a sudden it ignites that flame there again. I know for myself when I'm having those issues of not understanding what's going on or whatever, and I think, well, what's, you know, some people say, and I don't like to hear this, but people that don't really know the Lord or have him in their lives, they say, well, what's there to be thankful for? What's there to be praised for? I have this going on. But you know what? If you don't have him in your life, you're far off worse because there is always something to be thankful for in every situation. That's why I think it's important to continually give thanks to the Lord because he gives us our daily bread. He gives us our daily provision. I have food. I have water. I have running hot water. I might not have a big house with a huge... I have, I'm content with what I have because I know that God has blessed me with that. And in doing so, I also believe that we are to be good stewards of what he blesses us with. He gives us, he gives us spiritual gifts. That's another thing that he gives us. Those gifts that he gives us are unique to each one of us to be used in different ways. It may be needing to minister to someone you know at work. It may be something that you, somebody in your family that you minister to or encourage. It may be, it's just like a stranger sitting in the waiting room at a doctor's office. You may be going through an illness and someone else is going through the same thing, but you have the Lord in your life. And if that person doesn't, there's a big difference. You can encourage that person and show them and point them to the Lord. Um, let's go to Psalms 145. I love this psalm. I know these are all good, but some of these are my favorite. And I picked out some of the verses of Psalm 145. Um, I picked out 8 and 9 and some of the other ones. It says, The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all that he has made. In verse 13, the Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving toward all he has made. He upholds all those who fall. He lifts up all those who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you and and you give them their food at their proper time. You open your hand and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all of his ways and lives loving toward all he has made. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but the wicked he will destroy. The mouth will, my mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise his holy name forever and ever. <clears throat> and in Psalms 146, 5 through 10, continues on with, Blessed is he whose help is in the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord as God, the maker of heaven and earth, the sea and everything in them, the Lord who remains faithful forever. He, and it goes on, it says about him uh, holding up the oppressed, giving food to the hungry, and loving all that's righteous. So it's just like this is all God's character his loving ways and all these things. 
if there's anything to be hopeful and thankful for, it's a God who loves us that much and cares for every creature and feeds us. You know, we worry so much about things. And it's hard not to get caught up in worry because we're self-sustaining kind of people. We think that we... And, you know, I remember thinking... I heard someone that I know, and this person wasn't really a, a strong believer... I don't even think that she was, but it was interesting that she gave credit to the Lord for her job and everything that she had. And I thought, if God, God gives us the ability to do our job, to do the skill that we have, or the unique character that we have to be in his purpose for whatever we're doing. So it's all from him. Um, we have these things to be hopeful for. And like I was saying before about the spiritual gifts and the giftings that we have, that is a blessing. That's something I'm thankful for. And we are to be like the ones with the talents. Don't bury, you know, use them and it'll multiply. But in 2 Timothy uh, 3.17, it talks about he gives... Uh, I can find it here. You have it up? Oh, okay. So that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. God gives us everything we need to do every good thing. So I knew this would be a short sermon, so aren't, <laughs> aren't you lucky? <laughs> but um, I just felt that that was something that was on my heart. And I heard of someone on TV talking about this, and I thought it was really a neat idea. And I think this is something, especially now, we just came through Thanksgiving. Let it not be just a day. And by the way, I heard on TV someone saying that this day was, uh, George Washington brought this in, to be a day of thanksgiving and prayer. Not just thanksgiving, but it was involving prayer. So it's important that we don't forget to have the thing of prayer and thanksgiving together and worshiping the Lord. Um, But anyway, the one person that was on TV had this idea. If you take a little notebook, and I know guys, you guys don't like to write and read, like read and like us women, we like to journal and do all this stuff. But it's important to think about this. Even just jot it down as a, every day, if you had, we call like a blessing book or a notepad or just a piece of paper at the end of every day, if you can just go through your day and think of at least five things where you know God has blessed you, and write them down. And just say, thank you, Lord, for those things. It just opens up so much of a being aware of that thanks, and we are thankful for. And whatever we have, we can give. If we don't receive God's blessings, and his love, and his peace, and all those things that he gives us, we can't give what we don't have. So that's where the giving part comes. We give out what we get from God because he um, lovingly gives us abundantly all that we need or ask for. Whether it be physical things, money, your hard work, helping out, whether it be spiritual, encouragement, emotional support, that's all stuff we can do. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be trained in some area. It's just being you who God created you to be, you and I to be. So 
I just, I know I always say this at the end of every time I talk. This is the challenge again. <laughs> I always leave you with the challenge. I challenge you to every day make note of all the blessings that happened that day and be so aware of it and give God the glory and thanks for that. Amen? Okay, let's pray. Thank you, Lord God, from the bottom of our hearts, Lord, for everything that you give us. Every good thing comes from you. And sometimes we're not aware of it. We don't give you the credit and honor that's due. Forgive us for that, Lord. But Lord, help us to open our eyes and see those things that you do for us every day. And Lord, we are just so thankful that we have a loving Father that cares for us, his children. We are your children. And sometimes we sort of forget. We feel like aliens sometimes out there struggling in the world. But Lord, even with all the things that are happening in this world right now around us, we know that we can have confidence in you that you love us, you take us, you are the rock and the fortress that we have. Thank you so much for everything that you do and who you are to us. I just pray, Lord, that you would bless each and every one here and their families in all the areas of their life, Lord God. Make yourself known real to them more and more each day. Protect us as we leave this place. In Jesus' name, thank you. Amen. <laughs>